forever um, but this is if you're not familiar with this if you just clicked on it because you thought well that's a weird little name to be in the <laughs> christian lifestyle genre <laughs> um if you want to know what we're about we are two women that both love new orleans and we love kentucky mm-hmm. but we love jesus most of all and so yep. our episodes usually have a little bit of all of those yep. um we try to be jesus heavy on most yeah. of them, but what you're listening to today is a bonus episode. We've yeah. got two bonus episodes at the end of season two, and this is the last one. Yep. And we're just talking about um, our holiday traditions, but before we start on our New Year's Eve and New Year's Day traditions, we do always like to go through... Um, Whitney is a sneakerhead. She loves to share her kicks of the day. Oh yeah! And you know, I, if you don't, if you haven't seen pictures of us, I'm old. Whitney's young. <laughs> Whitney, Whitney's cool. I'm not. <laughs> um, and so Whitney does cool things like collect sneakers, and she knows a lot about different things, and she's brilliantly smart. And at one point, my dad told me at a dove shoot at his farm, he said, babe, your decoration. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, thanks. I know you mean that in a loving way, but I'm going to tell you it feels a little demeaning. (laughs) Um, But I do wear... we. We started coming up with what I do. I wear pearls all the time. Pearl earrings, pearl necklaces, you name it, pearl rings. Um, So now we do a POTD. So tell tell everybody what you're wearing and your shoes today, Whit. Yes, today I have a Patois 504 shirt on. It's the the College Tees line of it, and it's a Gentilly A&T, Chili Gentilly. I used to live in Gentilly, have a house there and everything. So Gentilly is an area of New Orleans. So those college tees are areas of New Orleans, and they, like, give them names. So it's like... Really? Yeah, East B's Law School and stuff. So um, yeah. So your house is in Gentilly? My house is in Gentilly, yes. It's gorgeous. Yeah, Jen I've, was able to see it. Yeah, so. I went to New Orleans, and I yeah. went by the house that you're renovating. Yes, wow. almost done, too. Almost there. So oh, I'm so excited beautiful. about that. And uh, Kicks of the Day, I just got some Reebok, Reebok Classics. It is like staple New Orleans shoe. We uh, we call them soldieries, but soldieries are a different model. Um, but these are Reebok Classics. We're big on Reeboks um, in New Orleans. So just some white Reebok Classics with some gum bottoms. So just a little standard, a little something, something, you know. Well, I like mm-hmm. it. I like it. Well, my pearls of the day. And I, I did this because, you know, these last two episodes of this mm-hmm. season have been on traditions yep. and, you know, the things that are meaningful to us. And yes. so I'm wearing a pearl bracelet that my mom and daddy gave me when I was in college after Cute. my freshman year. And it's just a classic knot, a tightly knotted in between pearl bracelet because, mm-hmm. you know, like the good pearls are individually hand tied with small knots in between. Yes. And then I'm also wearing pearl studs 
with my granny's diamond earring jackets. Yes. My granny, this is my granny that taught me how to make dumplings. Mm -hmm. I grew up up across the street from her. Mm -hmm. And um, she is who I got my sarcastic humor from. Love it. Thanks, Um, granny. Yeah. Yeah. And, And it's funny, like when she was living, my dad or my husband Mike would say, it's so fun to watch you, your granny, and your daddy be in the same room together because yes. we have all very similar humor. Yes. And, um, you know, she was loyal to, to me to the very end. And if you loved me, my granny loved you. But if you That's didn't right. love me, my granny let you know that she was not for you. That's it. And um, like obnoxiously so. Mm-hmm. But she, when she passed away, she had given me these diamond earring jackets. I wore them on my wedding day. Mm-hmm. I borrowed them for my wedding day of my something borrowed. And then later, years later, we were sitting by each other on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We would sit on the couch. And this is so funny. It's like what you remember yes. about your grandparents. Um I always remember, because she was old, she was in her 80s at the time, and um, her skin was, it was wrinkly skin Mm -hmm. on her hands, Mm -hmm. and I would always pull her her wrinkly skin on her hands, and I would play with her fingers, and I would Mm -hmm. rub her hands, and I was just rubbing on her and loving on her, and she just real quiet reached in her pocket and she put this small square jewelry box mm-hmm. and she just put it under my hand and she said these are for you and mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of the last episode we were talking about your granny would sneak and give you five dollars yeah yeah like okay <laughs> so she gave me these domineering jackets and yeah. she didn't want anyone to know and now this is the funny part of the story um that makes me i guess sound a little spoiled but she she gave them to me and I wore them. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like she gave them to me and I put them up. I wore them. But um, I always kept them in um, the little box. Mm-hmm. And I had tucked them back in the drawer. And um, just I'd forgotten about them. Mm-hmm. And when she passed away, I you know, I was very sad because I just loved yeah. her. And um, just growing up so close across the street from her, mm-hmm. you know, made our bond a little tighter. And just one day I was really missing her and I was just praying. And for some reason I went to my jewelry box and I opened it up mm-hmm. and there they were. Yes. So anytime I wear them, I cannot help but think of that story. Cause it was just like in my grief, the Lord yes. was so sweet and that he just gave me that little that nostalgia. Yeah. Just yes. that little wink of like, it's okay. Yep. You know, um, you know, she loved you. You knew she loved you. Yep. She, you have great memories with her. So those, those are my pearls of the day that are sentimental and I love it. Traditional at the same time. But this episode, we're talking about our New Year's stuff. Oh, yeah. New Year's stuff we like to do. Last episode, we really got into our Christmases. It was a good episode. It was. We talked yeah. about a lot of fun stuff. If you didn't listen to that, you can go back and listen to that. Or we always love for you to go back to season one mm-hmm. and just listen to season one and, you know, kind of get a flavor of what we do. And we always love... Um, we love when people give us stars. Yes. And we love when people give us reviews. Yes. Our, our favorite review to date is uh, WDE85. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. Our, our faithful listener. Yep, yep, yep. And yep, uh, she's it. an 85-year-old uh, Auburn, Alabama fan. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, but we love any review we can get, yes. as, as long as it's positive. Um, you can be 85, 58, 18, 25, 30. We don't care yeah. about the age, color, creed, anything. But we would love five stars. Yeah, because stars and reviews actually help us pop up. Right. Where if people are looking for a new podcast, and we we recognize we are a little unconventional. Because right. you would think with bourbon and beignets, it might be, um, it might be a whole podcast on not drinking too much and gluttony exactly but actually it's not on that at all it's no. about just the things that make us different and the things that yep. show the ways we're the same yep and yep. just uh, the way our friendship has developed has well last last episode we talked about drinking so you know yeah we did we yeah. did we yeah. shared uh, so some there of is. my family's <laughs> signature cocktails and, and jello shots uh, and jello shots <laughs> so anyway Stay anyway um so for New Year's. Mm-hmm. So you've got to set the stage. You've been through Christmas. It's mm-hmm. super fun. Yeah. And I love the way that between Christmas and New Year's, it's like the whole world's kind of like, yes. you know, Jesus is born. Yes. We're, we're all pumped. And, but it's low key. Like really, mm-hmm. you know, um, my husband's a trial attorney. Mm-hmm. So, you know, during between Christmas and New Year's, people are less litigious. You yep. know, nobody wants to take a deposition. Right. Every, you know, he's just catching right. files up and doing that. And But leading up to New Year's, mm-hmm. you know, people are, are reflecting. And yep. if there was ever a year that people wanted to say... We're ready to flush this year and start fresh. It would be 2020. I would say 2020. <laughs> uh, I, I would vote that as the top five, bottom five years. Uh, my other year. Top five, worst five. <laughs> yeah. My my other worst year, and it, I, it was worse than this one, was 2011. I was going to say 2012 for me. Yeah. 2011 yeah. for us. It ended with New Year's Eve. Mike fell off of the house. I remember you telling yeah. me that. And only by the Lord's protection yeah. is he not paralyzed. Today. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely. my year was so bad mm-hmm. that year that when I called my parents to mm-hmm. tell them that Mike fell off the house, um, and I called them because my kids were still small. And I thought, if I take this man to the emergency room in the mm-hmm. middle of the night, I'm needing my parents to come oh, down yeah. here. And so um, I just wanted to tip them off what had happened. And yeah. I was like, you won't go to the emergency room, but I need you to be on standby if things go poorly. Yes. And um, so I called my mom and I'm like, here's the deal. He fell off the house. He was in a window box. It, the whole thing. Right. But he's... He, Got some gashes, you right. know, it kind of hurts to breathe right now, but he's on ibuprofen, so there's that. And my mom looked, er, was on the phone and she says, oh, honey, she said, just go in your house and lock the door and don't come out until 2012. Because you don't, <laughs> she was like, I've never seen a couple have a year like this. Yeah. And it was like sickness and mayhem and dealing with jerky people. And then New Year's Eve, he literally falls off the house. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so anyway. Ooh, yeah. 2020 has been a doozy. It has Um, been. Nonetheless, yes, it's been a doozy. I mean, there's been some good things, but I always think like, like what life may be after 2020 and just looking forward to that and hopefully... (laughs) I mean, hopefully we can still take some of the tools and resources we've had in 2020 and apply them um, to our lives and learn how to be more um, cognizant of 
infectious diseases and, vi- and viruses. So. Yes, yes. Well, and I think um, learning how to um, be grateful. Yep. You yep. know, grateful for healthy days. Yep. Grateful yep. for your health. You yes. know, I think probably up until now there have been some people that have probably just taken good health for granted. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, because we've never, I've never known of anything truly this contagious. Mm-mm. Not in our lifetime. No. No. You know, maybe in like Spanish, Spanish flu. I was going to say Spanish flu, yes. Something serious. Um, but um, I think probably that. Mm-hmm. I hope that some people maybe have looked at this and thought, there's some things that I can do yep. to actually strengthen my health. Yep. Like, you know, because yep. th- right now we do know that there um there's like a prototype of a person that right. will succumb to COVID. Yes. You yes. know, um, I've read some studies where they talk about they can look, they can look at only mm-hmm. someone's vitamin D level, mm-hmm. and they can tell mm-hmm. you based on their vitamin D yep. who's gonna probably end up on a ventilator. Yep, yep. and that's and yep. then you throw in a comorbidity. Well, you know sometimes your comorbidities you can control with your lifestyle. You sure can. You know, so I think maybe that's one of the good things that can come out of this yep. is maybe people will be prompted more a little towards wellness. Oh yeah, and um, you know using food as your medicine which we're going to yep. talk about yes some because we've done a facebook and instagram live for yep. y'all so check that out if you haven't seen it we're gonna it's one of my recipes yes. this time and whitney's excited about that yes um and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute but what we wanted to talk about first is so you're you're leading up to new year's mm-hmm. and some people are mm-hmm. party people on new year's eve yes some people really want to like go out there and have a Just ball. Big to do shebang. Um, I am not. Now I yeah. used to have a party every year, but mm-hmm. as I've gotten older, I'm like, I don't always want to have the party. Right. I just right. want to be left alone. Right. Um, and usually New Year's Eve for me, at that point, I'm kind of peopled out. Right. Right. And you know, I've done a lot of ministry for a lot of years, mm-hmm. and. Have you ever seen that thing? It's like, I used to be a people person, but then people ruined that. Right, thing. right. Yeah, exactly. that's usually New Year's Eve. That's where I am. Yes, And yes. so we don't do anything New Year's Eve. Typically, it's, my girls are older, so they might yeah. go do something with friends. But it's, for years now, it's been me and Mike, mm-hmm. lobster tails. Mm-hmm. I go get lobster tails for us. Yep. I do like lobster tail, risotto, some asparagus, a glass of wine, and then I think last year we fell asleep on the couch. This is funny. Rubbing each other's feet, <laughs> watching a movie that we, I don't even remember what it was, but I remember going, I think we've probably seen this like 15 times. Yes, yes. And I wanted, it might have been like something weird, like Apocalypto. Yeah, yeah. That's all oh, subtitles, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. Um, Straight to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. But, I don't want to read on New Year's Eve. I just don't. I love reading, but that's like, I don't want to think. Like on on New Year's, it's like I just want to be. I just want to be. Yeah. Just let me be. It's a day off from work. I don't feel like I have any obligations. I want to bring in the New Year with a clean head and nobody's pulling at you. No one's pulling and at I, you. I still keep yeah. my Christmas tree up. So yeah. I and I'm 
I still keep everything plugged in and yep. lit up. Yep. Um, and I just like the glow of the Christmas tree yeah. and the honey yeah. and some lobster. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, you know, Corbin and I haven't, we've gotten the whole uh, Thanksgiving Christmas deal down pat. So I'm, I'm glad about that. We spend Thanksgiving with his family and Christmas with my family. Um, but New Year's, I think that's a holiday or, you know, a yearly annual happening that we haven't quite figured that out yet. Like one Christmas we were in New Orleans and our flight came in to Paducah late. This was the first Christmas we were dating. And so it was, it was kind of awkward because like we had just started dating a few yes. months before, but we <laughs> knew like, we were like, okay, this is the one. So oh, um, he had met my whole family and everything, but we were just worn out because we did so much traveling and, for him, it was sensory overload, and then my mom kept feeding him. I think he gained, like, 10 pounds in three days, and <laughs> it was, like, just time for us to go home. And um, and his dad picked us up from the airport, and we, like, spent New Year's with his mom and dad, but, like, they weren't doing anything for New Year's because I think his mom had just finished her shift. Uh, she's a yeah. nurse. And then last New Year's, we didn't do anything. Like, I was at my apartment, and he was at his house, Um and we didn't, we didn't, we saw each other, but it was like, we don't want to do anything. Um, yeah. And I'll talk about that a little bit, a little later, but uh, I, it'll be fun to um, figure out what um, tradition for New Year's we're going to do. I know it won't be rubbing each other's feet. Neither of us are feet persons. Oh, I hate so, feet, So, yeah, um, feet, no. Feet gross me out, but yeah. we both just rubbed each other's feet. No, nah, it's a no. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> like, I, I would, yeah, no. He would get a black eye if he put his foot in my hand. <laughs> I don't know. It's this thing with feet, y'all. I don't like people touching my feet. I Even when I get massages, like, I keep my socks on. Really? Mm-hmm. I keep my underwear on. Yeah. Mm. So. No, see, I, I don't mind <laughs> everything well, else being out. But really? I don't, I've always like, I don't like the floor touching my feet. Oh, yeah, I'm funny about that. Yeah, I'm I don't like that. Um, I do love pedicures, though. I love pedicures. I think it's because my feet were in the water and like I know that they're clean. Um, yeah. And the people have like gloves on and stuff. So, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, we've learned something That's it. New, something new about wit. So, yep. but tell everybody what your family used to do. Yes. It's the sweetest. It is really I sweet. Love it. So, uh, my family, because Christmas is so big for uh, my mom and dad, and if you don't know why it's so big, go back and listen to the last bonus yes. episode um, about Christmas. But um, usually by that time, they're a little pooped. Um, my dad's friends might come over for New Year's and just, you know, spend a little time with him, um, especially because it's a few days after his birthday. So um, that that might happen. But generally, we are pretty low key. Um, Christmas is not low key. New Year's always has been. Uh, <laughs> You're still recovering from Christmas? Still recovering <laughs> for, from Christmas. So um, what your, we do. Does your mama keep her tree up and stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she doesn't take that down until after the New Year. Um but at that time, we've, like, just run out of, like, Christmas leftovers. So my mom might cook a little meal. Um, we we're going to talk about food later. But she actually doesn't do black eyed peas or greens. Really? Like, she might do, like, a etouffee or Ooh, something that like that. Good. Yeah, she'll, like, if my dad wants something, she'll cook something. He loves butter beans. We all hate butter beans. But oh, I love butter beans. Yeah, he, nine out of ten times, she's cooking butter beans or something like that. So it is what it is. But, um my family will be there, and uh, sometimes we have some of my immediate family, like 
my aunts and uncles, um, not all 13 of my, my um, mother and her siblings, but like <laughs> the immediate ones um, from my mom and dad and a couple cousins. And as soon as the clock strikes 12, we'll say a prayer. So we'll gather and say a prayer. Um, I mean, it's a blessing to be bringing in another year. And I think people this year, um, if you haven't reflected on your spiritual life or your relationship with Christ um, or God, like, I think you should. Um, I think there's a lot going on um, in the world, and I think there's a lot to be grateful for, but I also think that COVID was a wake-up call for a lot of folks. So, um, I agree. you know, just figure out what's going on. There's a lot of stuff that happened this year. Um just a lot of like a lot of death, not just with COVID, but famous folks. There's a, um, you know, in my family, we've had a few people die uh, due to COVID or other reasons. Um, but then like also just happenings like racial injustice and like politics has completely torn people apart, torn That's, families yeah. apart. And uh, I mean, just ponder on that and and get closer to Christ. I know I certainly have this year, um, and I think that COVID kind of has forced me to be a little bit more still. Um, and me I've too. me too, yeah, me too. And you know, yeah. I've been looking for ways just to simplify. Yes, you know, yes. I've just been getting rid of things. Yes clearing trying to declutter yes. but you know you can declutter physically but then i think you can you need to declutter mentally and yeah, spiritually absolutely. absolutely you know i think of um this david mm-hmm. you know when he talks about um you know search me yes and yes anything that's not of you get rid of it exactly. and i think that's a great prayer to yes. do um as you head into the new year yeah. i'll tell you i uh, can i finish the prayer real quick because oh, yeah, one thing that we did that i forgot to mention to you because i told ginger this before but um one thing that we would do is go around in our circle and say like reflect on the goodness of the year and reflect on what we want to do in the following year, like almost like a resolution type thing, but say it in the form of a prayer. Like, thank you, God, um, you know, for this new job or thank you for this marriage and whatnot. And I pray in 2021 that we'll have a a good, strong, faithful marriage. And so we, we go around, my family goes around and because I've been in Paducah for a while, they will FaceTime me in. So they would, you know, and I would, I would take my turn and stuff. I don't, I don't think it'll be like that this year, but I know my mom and my dad and my sister will will definitely do that. And whoever's there, um, just take a pause and appreciate that. Sorry about that. Before I forgot, I had to. No, well, and I'd forgotten you told me that earlier. Well, you know, I'm a big day planner person and I'm a big list maker Mm because I, I hate to be inefficient. Me too. And so, you know, this last year I, I bought this new day planner, and Mm -hmm. I loved it. It was called the Christian Day Planner. Yes. And it was um, had all kinds of space in it for Mm -hmm. plans and organizing, but also reflection. Yes. Well, I mean, I've now, I've turned it into a journal. Yeah. Because I was like, it is no longer a day planner. I didn't even order one this year. I thought, you know what, Lord? Yes. (laughs) I really thought that this year was going to be efficient. I was going to (laughs) be so organized. You know, even my spiritual life was going to be organized. Yes. I was like, you know, Lord, you've taught me a lot this year, and I'm just going to cherish each day. 
I'm going to try and not plan as much. I'm going to yes. let maybe you direct my steps a little more. And I'm not saying I won't order one in 2022, mm-hmm. but it, and it's it's kind of expensive for a planner. Yeah. Um, but I ended up getting me like a $7.99 one from Home Goods, and it Look. and it's just it's got like a little place that I can do for the week and the month and everything else. I'm so just, just gonna, in case. Yeah, and I'll still have a journal. Yeah. You know, I'll still have my journal. But yeah. um, I was like, I'm not. I really was just gonna be so. I just really had this plan yes. for 2020. Yeah, and we all did. Yeah. So anyway, that's what. Definitely. That's what I'm doing. But I yes. love the prayer idea. Yeah, I just think yeah. that's so sweet. Because I'm big in, during Thanksgiving about gratitude. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I've even tried to, like, lead my family in a discussion of, mm-hmm. like, what what can we be thankful for about COVID? Right. What is, you know, right. what has COVID taught us? Right. How, you know, how, because um, think about the silversmith. Mm-hmm. refining the silver and it's in the fire and yep. the fire is what removes the impurities. Yep. So, you know, how has COVID refined us? Mm-hmm. And yep. that's hard, you know, and depending on my, my girl's mood mm-hmm. that day, because my girls, mm-hmm. they're just, they are 20 and 22, almost 22. Yeah. And they are so just, they're tired. They're yeah. tired of not doing yeah. all the things that they're supposed to do at this age. Like, yeah. Formals and graduations and mm-hmm. celebrations and you know yeah. and they've they've gotten together with friends mm-hmm. but in like I think the most we've had I hope Governor Bashir's not listening we've had about twelve people together <laughs> but it's like don't come get me and chill but, out Andy B <laughs> but you know they're used to go like putting on a fancy dress right. and going to a formal with a hundred right. friends and you know so depending on where they are right. <laughs> They can't really be grateful for COVID. But, you know, one of the things I said is with Maggie graduating and Georgia Lee about to graduate, I didn't really think that I would get an extended stretch of time Mm -hmm. where they were both at home. Yeah. And, you know, we had that. (laughs) And, you know, so for as a mom who's getting ready to have an empty nest, Mm -hmm. and my girlfriend who has twins up in Lexington, her kids were at University of South Carolina. They came home. Mm -hmm. Well, that was not time that she was counting on getting. She's real close. Her kids are awesome. Yeah. She's real close to her kids. And, um, you know, so for us, mm-hmm. even though there was a lot of hard stuff going on, right. as a mom to get that time, it right? Was just, it was a gift, right? You know, right. it was exactly. a gift of grace that we, you know, unexpected, unmerited, and it just That's for parents it. that was good. So definitely. Um, but tell about like what you do on New Year's Eve about your clothes and stuff. Oh yeah, like it's gotta, so funny. Gotta on New Year's Eve, gotta go into the new year with the clean house. So like. Um, last year I cleaned, well, a year before, a year before I cleaned my apartment top to bottom. Yeah. Um, definitely did. Even when Corbin and I were traveling, cause I knew when I got back, like it was going to be January 1st. Uh-huh. I cleaned my apartment. Like <laughs> I didn't have anything out from packing or anything like That's that. I had funny. no dirty clothes. Um, and I did not wash clothes on, like you don't wash clothes on January 1st. So no cleaning, like. Don't sweep or mop. So I do all my cleaning on New Year's. Um, That's funny. I, I don't know. My my grandmothers would do that. I, I don't know. That's just a thing. Uh, I heard like 
I heard, I've only heard this from black people, so I feel like it might be like a black culture traditional thing. Maybe because I never clean my house. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. And like we will do um, black eyed peas and greens. Um, yeah. Some people do cabbage. Are you New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? Um, cooking usually the day before and just eat them the next day. Okay. Yeah. Because I usually cook. Mm-hmm. On New Year's Day. Gotcha, gotcha. Like I, you know, we'll cook that the day before. And then, um, yeah, that, uh, there was a couple, I had to look up because I was like, I feel like there's other things that I probably don't do, but like, like there's a, a New York Times article about like the traditions of black people, uh, just traditions in general um, on New Year's Day. So like um, a Spanish tradition that of course is migrated to Latin America or like, 12 uvas and so uvas is grapes in spanish and um with each ding of the basically the clock or the bell whatever sounding off the new year because it's 12 um you have to eat a grape so it's like ding ding and so you, you like stuffing choke. i mean you could choke into the new year i would listen I would not be doing the 12 grapes thing in 2020. Yeah, not in 2020. If there was a year that you were going to choke on grapes and die, this would be the year. Listen, (laughs) so just don't don't do the grapes, y'all. No, I'm kidding. But um, so like the black eyed peas, you you said that um, Italians do lentils because it resembles coins. Shaped like coins. Same thing with black eyed peas. And um, a lot of folks do greens because um, it represents money and like wealth. But some people do cabbage because they said that's representative of good luck. So um, some of the other things was, of course, giving a kiss to your loved one. Um, don't wash clothes or dishes on New Year's Day as you'll be washing for the dead in the new year. It's dark. Yeah, I know. It's really dark. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my like my grandmother was like, no, no cleaning or anything like that. Don't take anything out of the house on New Year's Day. I don't... I never heard anything like that. So, like, garbage and stuff, but apparently that's one of them. Um, Your first visitor of the new year influences your entire year. Um, Really? Yeah. uh, Pay your bills on New Year's Eve. Do not loan anything or spend any money on New Year's Day. Uh, Work just a little, but not a lot. So, those are some of the the traditions, the superstitions, I'll say. um, I think of all of the different traditions I've seen, I am down with the French. Yeah. Okay. Because there's, it says it's a huge feast <coughs> and it's full of traditional decadent eats like oysters, Ooh. lobster, you know how I'm about lobster tail. Yes. Escargot and champagne. They all, they got all the delicacies. I know. It's like all of the good stuff. Um, well, we have champagne now. We don't really like champagne, but we should be fancy, so. Okay, here's one. Um, on the last night of the year, Colombians placed three potatoes. I've heard of this. One peeled, one unpeeled, and one half peeled under their beds. I've heard of that. Potatoes under your bed. At midnight, they pull out the first potato they touch. Peeled means they'll have financial problems, Unpeeled indicates abundance, and half-peeled means somewhere in between. Okay, so my question is, do they do it with gloves? Because I'm yeah, telling you, I can feel if it. I reach underneath there and it's a wet potato that's unpeeled, right, I'm right. leaving that sucker under the exactly. bed. Exactly. I'm going to be like, where, where's, mm. the un, where's the peel one? I need the, the one full of peel. The, the full, full peel. Yeah. So, well, now on New Year's Day, 
So this will be your New Year's with Corbin. Are you mm-hmm. going to cook some traditional stuff? I don't know. I love cabbage, so I probably will cook cabbage and probably let him do the black eyed peas. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge I fan love- of black eyed peas, but um, you know, Ginger has a really good recipe. Yes. So um, well, I do um, black eyed pea cakes. Yes. That's, and that's our Facebook Instagram live mm-hmm. that you can go back and watch if you haven't watched. Gotta it. watch that. But I do. Um, I guess I really always want a lot of luck because I'll mostly do black eyed pea cakes, mm-hmm. but then I'll also do some Hoppin' John. Oh, yeah. With yeah. like black eyed peas. I put a ton of celery in mm-hmm. it and then, you know, diced tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And I love to serve it over just a good, I like a rice called Carolina Gold Rice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll do that. And then I always do a strawberry pretzel salad. Yeah. That's just like, it's my go-to that's for it. New Year's. And then I do a pork tenderloin. Mm-hmm. And I think that's supposed to be for Wilf, too. Yes. And yes, the pork, pork just goes so well with the strawberry pretzel salad. Yeah, yeah. And then I boil my cabbage. And then, you know, always mm-hmm. I, my homemade rolls from Aunt Schubert. Yes. <laughs> Aunt Schubert Aunt saves Schubert's the day recipe. on all of the rolls. Definitely, definitely. But my black-eyed pea cakes, um, I don't like black-eyed peas. I only eat black-eyed peas on New Year's. Me too. And um, so I found this recipe. And I have, you know, if you've had a a black bean cake mm-hmm. or a black bean burger, mm-hmm. okay? A black-eyed pea cake is kind of like that. Yes. But, I mean, I've always said black-eyed peas taste like dirt. And so, you know, and my mama is so superstitious when it comes to black eyed peas she's not typically a superstitious yeah, woman yeah. she like you know she'll eat one just to make sure <laughs> you know if she, that's cute you know just that's she'll get cute. that one black eyed pea down yeah um but the black eyed pea mm-hmm. many interesting facts yes come through so, with the facts anyway i follow this page on instagram and it's called we push black mm-hmm. and it's just full of interesting black history facts. Mm-hmm. And you may yep. go, why do you do that, Ginger? Well, I knew I needed to learn more and you know, <laughs> I can learn things without asking Whitney questions. Right. There's an idea. <laughs> Thanks, Ginger. <Yeah. laughs> or going to Josh and going, Hey Josh, you know, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, exactly. You know, and, but the other thing is there's so yeah. much richness in black history. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to share it with our kids, our right. ministry kids. Right. And I thought, you know, if it's on my phone, I can screenshot it or mm-hmm. I can save it in Instagram and pull it up. So it's called We Push Black. If you don't follow them, mm-hmm. they're, they're full of interesting things. But they did a whole thing on black eyed peas. So yes. black eyed peas are from West Africa, like mm-hmm. Nigeria or Lake Chad. Yes, yep. Northern Cameroon. Yes. Um, but they are technically a superfood. Mm-hmm. I mean, you probably assume that since they taste like dirt. <laughs> uh, but they were brought over in the Middle Passage. Yeah. Now, to, that's cool. I thought that that I was like, man, to think like a lot of that when we um, talk about like soul food and how like my ancestors had to make do with what they had and like the history of things like the black eyed pea is really cool. Yeah. I mean, just to, just to know. Okra. I, no, okra, yes. Okra. Yes. Um, but yeah, so it's a super food. Now these are the reasons you should love black eyed peas. Um, it's a fat burner. Mm-hmm. Um, they help with heart disease. Yes. Diabetes. Yep. Depression. Hmm. 
you know. Now, I would say, hmm. yeah, if I have some money for being black-eyed peas, I'm not going to be depressed. Right, but no, they right. actually, I think, help with the brain chemistry of yes. depression. But also because most of your serotonin comes from your gut. Yep. If you have a healthy gut, you're going to have more serotonin, so less depression. Yep. Now, this one's interesting for COVID. Mm-hmm. They're finding people can battle COVID better if they have high folate levels. Yep. Guess what's full of folate? Black, Black eyed, eyed peas. peas. Um, it also helps with blood pressure and it is a great source of potassium. Yes. It is a superfood and like yeah. no one likes it. I know. Well, I don't know a person that's like, I just love black eyed peas. Well, you know what I'm craving today? Black, Black eyed, eyed peas. peas. Right. Nobody ever <laughs> says that. But <clears throat> if you make these black eyed pea cakes, mm-hmm. I promise you, yes. they are so good. So yes. you can go to Facebook and um, Instagram Live yep. and um, watch me make them with Whitney. So good. But I'll tell you, like I buy the frozen black eyed peas. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's always bad, but I guess with COVID, it'll probably be worse. Mm-hmm. I buy the frozen ones mm-hmm. and they sell out early. Yep. Oh, yeah. Now in Paducah, I will go to the cash saver. Because when everything else is gone everywhere it's else, at cash saver. go to Cash Saver. They are yes. lovely there. And so I cook them down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then you mash them with a the fork. And you add sweet onion. Add some spices. Come through sweet onion. Add some corn. Yeah, you know. Sweet onion. I, it's the thing. I think on Christmas when I'm cooking, I've gone through an entire bag oh, yeah. of sweet onions. Oh, plus yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. So, but you do yes. minced garlic, mm-hmm. um, but now you've got me on the fresh garlic wagon. Yeah. So I may, because you it's taught good. me that, it's so I may get the real hey, garlic this it's year. It's good, man. It's good. I, I don't turn my nose up at the minced garlic, though, like, especially if I'm cooking a big batch of something, like, I why know. not? Well, okay, so I'm gonna uh, you're you're converting me to the real stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm not doing instant roux. No, I mean, I'm not no, doing instant no roux. Instant roux no. But I will go to real garlic. <laughs> so, um, but you put some spices in, little cornmeal, an egg. Yes. Mix it all up, and you just pat it out in little cakes. Mm-hmm. I fry it in olive oil. I fry yeah. them in olive oil, and I make them about the size of like a hoe cake. Oh yeah. Okay. So. Please explain to the people what a whole cake is because I'm I'm sure I'm gonna have some New Orleanians like I thought this was a Christian podcast <laughs> like the first time I ate Hop and John was <laughs> when I moved here really yes yes interesting I did not that was not something I grew up eating well I wonder is it you do you think it's more of a South Carolina thing I think so I think it's like a mid South okay dish. maybe we don't do that. Okay, well, because, you yeah. know, when I go to Charleston or I go to New Orleans, we bring literally back coolers full and bags full of food. Yeah. Because you all have things that I can't get here. Yeah, well, true. Rouse's true. unofficial sponsor of bourbon beignets. Rouse's come through. Come on now. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and then in Charleston, it's a Harris Teeter. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's they, right. It's like the Rouse's of Charleston. Yeah, so. and then uh, New York is like a Dewan Ready. That's like a... A, a drugstore. First time I got there, I was like, "Oh, Dwayne Reedy." And someone was like, "Is the wine ready?" And I was just like, <laughs> "Okay, <laughs> my bad." <laughs> but anyway, so I fry them in olive oil. Yes, get them crispy on each side. Oh, mm-hmm. whole cakes. Whole cake. We got it. We're going to loop back around to whole cakes. Whole cakes. It's just like a little fried cornbread cake. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 
yeah. call it a hoe cake. There you go. Um, I don't really make them very often. If, if I'm going to make something like a, a hoe cake, mm-hmm. I actually have one that has fresh corn in it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. real good. It's yeah. a corny hoe cake. Um, <laughs> Gets worse and worse. There's no way that you can make hoe cake sound better. <laughs> no, you can't. You just yeah. can't. Um, so anyway, and, I, and now I've thought of like three inappropriate jokes. So never <laughs> mind. Um, but after you fry them crispy, yes. you drain them on um, paper towel. Mm-hmm. Then this is the This secret. is it, y'all. You serve them with a little dollop of sour cream mm-hmm. and some corn relish. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I get mine at Midtown Market in Paducah, but it's just like the creaminess of the sour cream and then the sweet yes. of the corn relish and then that little crispy black-eyed pea cake. Mm-hmm. It is so Delicious. Yum. And with the pork, yeah. you know, and uh, for my pork, I'll just glaze it with some, yeah. like, some honey mustard, mm-hmm. cook that thing in the oven. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I we usually eat a mid-afternoon meal on mm-hmm. New Year's. And we watch football the whole day. Yeah. Um, the only thing I do is I might switch out of my sleeping pajamas into my daytime football watching. No, that's right. <laughs> and it's just it's my football pajamas. <laughs> yeah. And it's just it is the nicest day, other than my Christmas day. Mm-hmm. It is just one of the nicest days I have. And yes. then like January first, and when we're eating, I always I am that mom. Like I want everybody to talk about what they think. They want their resolutions to be. Mm-hmm. I'm a no pressure resolution person. Yes. But I will tell you what mine are every year. Yes. And um, I I will just be honest. I did not do good on my resolutions yeah. this year. I yeah. just didn't. Um, and I'm just going to say it was 2020. Well, um, it's funny. Um, I always I used to do like 10 resolutions. And like as I got. Lot. Right. Well, as I got older, I was like, Whitney, this is too much pressure for yourself. Like, sure. let's, you know, cut that back. But then the like three or five resolutions I would have would be like big things. So like for my goal for 2019 was like get engaged. I mean, at that point, I knew I knew Corbin was the one. I was just like, I wonder if he's going to propose in 2019 or 2020. Um my goal is, hey, we should be engaged, like, by the end of the year. <laughs> and so it sounds really funny, but honestly, when, you know, you know that that they're the one, it's like, why wait? Um, you know, sure. why wait too long? And so uh, a lot of the times I'll have, like, savings goals um, money-wise. I will always have, uh, like, something uh, biblical. I'm not sure what I'm going to do in 2021 because right now I'm, like, midway or like a third of the way through reading the Bible in 90 days. So I need to figure really? out what I'm going to do. Um, I'm almost now, a third. Did you find that reading plan online or? Yeah, it's on the, it's on you version. It's on the oh. you version app. And nice. so, um, a lot of the times I'll just pick up my phone and have some downtime and just read through. Um, so yeah, so, uh, I don't, I don't really know what I'm going to do as far as that goes. Like what, my central study theme will be for 2021. I might just let life dictate that. I'm, I'm sure yeah. life will be interesting. In I think what I'm going to try and do, um, a podcast that I like mm-hmm. is that sounds fun with Annie F downs. Yeah. And I don't know if she's going to do this for next year, but what she did this year, mm-hmm. um, she read through the gospels every month. Oh. And if you read three chapters a day, yeah, 
every month, mm-hmm. except February, you have to read a little extra. You mm-hmm. read through the Gospels. And mm-hmm. I listen to her podcast all the time, and she talked about how it helped her come to know Jesus better. Nice. Because yeah. she was like, you know, the Gospels, it's him. Yeah. And yeah. and she said, you know, after three, four months, it was just so familiar to yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of times we can get caught up on, you know, Acts and the Pauline epistles because, right. you know, everybody's like, that's, that's how you know how to do church. Right, right, well, right. <laughs> I'm ref- I'm a I'm reformed from right. that. Um, I, I really don't want to know how to do church anymore. Right, but I'm real right. big on how to do Jesus. Exactly. You know, and yes. what it looks like yes. to look like Him and love like like Him. Right. Um, so I think that's what my one of my spiritual goals is going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, Mike has my husband Mike's been great about yeah. reading through the Bible in a year. Yeah, and it's just a chapter a day, Monday through Friday. Yeah, and then if you get behind, use your weekends to catch up. Exactly, and I like that plan. I like that. It's good, and mm-hmm. I really think for church, church wide, that might be something good for us yes. to do as a church. If we're going to be fractured, mm-hmm. you know, because right. we're still like we were not meeting in person, then we were meeting in person, right? And then because we're small, we right. we were able to get back together and meet in person and be quickly. entirely socially distanced. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because we're in a movie theater that seats a hundred and fifty people, yeah. and I mean, there may be on a huge day, there's forty, of right? Us, right. You know, exactly. so we could spread out, but exactly. now where we are, mm-hmm. you know, the spike has been. Very significant, yeah. and so you know we're back to online. But yeah. I, you know, that might be a thing that unites us yeah. in twenty twenty one. I might, you know, I might focus on like uh, refining my spiritual gift in twenty twenty one. Like it dawned on me in this process of praying about whether or not I'm gonna take this new job and just like weighing things out, and it was like a gut punch. Like God was like. Whitney, you have to do this. Like, it was a gut punch. And any time it's been a gut punch to me, it's like, make that decision. I mean, when I was, um, I remember when I was going to high school, um, I really wanted to go to Ben Franklin, which is a magnet school in New Orleans. Um, and my mom, uh, she she let me choose. She was going to let me choose. Um, and... Honestly, she was kind of swaying me like, hey, I, I think you should go to North Shore, but like Ben Franklin's good too. But, um, you know, she let me choose and let me make that decision. And my gut was like, you probably should go to North Shore. Um, and I followed my gut. And at the time, I was too young to understand like that was God pushing me to do something. Um, <laughs> you call it gut. We call it prompting of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so then the same thing with college, I applied. My my goal was to go to Pepperdine. I was like, I want to go to Pepperdine. It's in Malibu, California. It would be awesome. Like, yeah. you know, I want to get out of this place. You know, not that not that anything was bad. I was just like, it's time for me to do something new. And um, luckily, I was blessed enough to do well in school and got really good test scores. So, like, I could have probably gone there close to free, to be honest with yeah. you. And um, my gut was, again, telling me, hey, you need to apply in-state. I applied to three schools in-state and got almost full rides to every single school. So I had a choice. 
I made a choice and ended up being the best, one of the best decisions of my life. Same and thing. who knew, who knew that the way you were going to get out of New Orleans was Paducah, Kentucky? Well, and who that was a gut punch. Knew? I applied, like, fellowship programs. I had, when I applied to the fellowship program, uh, Mercy at the time had 21 hospitals. And we had, um, at the time, six markets. Six? No, maybe five markets. I can't remember, but... Um, all the hospitals were in Ohio except this hospital. And then there was a critical access hospital in Irving, Kentucky, which wasn't big enough to have a fellow. Um, but I was the second fellow here. Like, they had just started the fellowship program here. And it was it was God. It was nothing but God telling me where to go. Same with grad school. I wanted to get out of the state. I'm like, okay, I was here for undergrad, Lord. Like, I'm supposed to be out of state. And he was like, I'm no, you're not. I'm supposed to go on an adventure. I'm young. supposed to go on an adventure. I'm young. And... The first, I ended up going to Tulane, which is a great school, but I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> like You're the only Tulane, yeah. blue. Uh, whatever, yeah. you know, because I, I was I was bent on going out of state. And so I'm like, I remember the first month I was just like, I mean, it's cool. I might have made the right decision. My mom got diagnosed with breast cancer a month after I started. Wow. So I'm like, I couldn't have handled that. I, I couldn't have no. lived with myself. I would have probably transferred anyway or dropped out or something, but... Um, I couldn't have handled that being out of state at the time. So it's always been like a gut punch. And this this one was a lot harder. Like Holy Spirit was really weighing on me. I like immediate I didn't did not think I was gonna get the job. I went into it like there's no way possible. Like 85% of applicants or internal applicants, or they take 85% of um internal applicants. I'm from the outside. I don't have, you know, this experience, that experience. I don't know anyone you know, barely anyone in the health system. I mean, just a lot of factors. Like, I just got married. My husband's in Paducah. My life is in Paducah. My friends are in Paducah. And the bourbon to your beignets between, in Paducah. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, how am I going to do this? My family's in New Orleans. Like, just a lot of factors. And it was just like, go. Go. And um, I've been reading a lot. And, you know, in the new year, I really want to focus on refining my spiritual gift, which I have come to find out is administration and leadership. Like I've always been a natural born leader and always been okay with people looking to me to be a leader. Like I've always been comfortable I with agree. that. And so it's difficult when you have to make those decisions. But I was like, I know there's a reason why I'm supposed to be there and I don't think I like it, but we'll figure it out. And you know, God will lead me where I need to go. So I'm I'm trying to like it. I know. Um, and so, um, you know, I've talked before on some of our episodes about yeah. how, you know, God doesn't need me in middle management. Like, yeah. he knows what he's doing. And yeah. so, he doesn't need me like, you know what, yeah. God, this yeah. is, look, okay, this is what I think you need to do. And I'm the girl to help you make it happen. But I am... I am praying because I have some dreams that I yes. think that he can make happen hey. with Chattanooga. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but anyway. Do you know what you're going to focus on in 2021? Um, Maybe not even like spiritually, but just in well, general. Well, I know that, um, you know, I'm, I'm really going to try and stick with this gospel reading thing spiritually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um you know, worry is my idol. Mm-hmm. It has been my idol for a long time. Yeah. So I'm going to work on making that less of an idol. I would say do away with that idol. Yeah. But, you know, I know me. Yeah. I, I know God and I know what he can do, but I also know me. And so I just want to set myself up for success. There you go. Where I'm, it's going to be less of an idol for me. Yes. Um, and then... 
I am going to kind of make my health a priority. Mm -hmm. I'm 50, and I have done ministry very hard for 15 years. Yeah. And the last 10 of those have been really, really hard. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've planted this church, four years of church planting, Mm -hmm. which, you know, you you have an idea of how you think it's going to go and what it looks like, and then it's totally different and Mm -hmm. a lot of that has been hard and it's been lessons learned and you know i the lord has prevailed and i am won't he do it i am thankful for that but the five years before that Mm -hmm. were really hard on my health hard on mike's too so i really i'm going to just try and make my health a priority this year and Mm -hmm. part of that is just me saying no more Mm -hmm. and just yep Letting the chips fall because I think God knows where the chips are going to fall. There you go. You know, and I just need to trust that the chips are going to fall where he needs them to fall. And, um, you know, my husband and I were talking this morning and, you know, because we're a little church. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the great thing is we're a little church. Right. (laughs) You know, (laughs) we we don't have overhead, really. We are not concerned about... um, budgets and payroll and, you know, the group health plan or whatever. Those those just are not our concerns. And and that's great because we really, we're kind of stripped down. Mm -hmm. We're like um, the new Taylor Swift session that she came out. Yeah, her little folklore lake session thing she did. That's our version of church. They used to call it... uh, they used to, oh man, they used to call it uh, unplugged. Unplugged, yeah. yes, we're yes. like church unplugged. Yeah. So, we're like unplugged version of, um, of church. But we we do some good things, mm-hmm. and so I'm just gonna. When Mike and I were talking today, I said, you know, one of the things my Christian therapist helped me with is, she said, you know. Do you think that you are pleasing God? And I said, Yeah, I do. She goes, I think you are. Mm-hmm. You know, and j- just and she didn't know me prior to being my mm-hmm. my therapist. She said, um, she said, I agree with everything I've seen, which everything I've heard. Yeah, I think you're pleasing right. God. And then she said, You know, do you think God wants this little church to fail? And I said, No. And she goes, I don't think He does either. Right. Because if you're a first time listener, we're very big on. Racial reconciliation. Mm-hmm. We're very big on church for us is not the most segregated mm-hmm. um, hour in America. Right, right, right. You know, we're very outreach focused. You right. know, if you want, um, if you want to minister to be in charge of the shuffleboard ministry, right, we are not the place for you. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. You know, we're very every everybody. Yeah loves others out in the community you know and so we just I just worked through that with her and then she said um I said so no I don't think God wants this to fail and then she said do you think that what you're doing is too big for God I was like I laughed because she knew that you know it was rhetorical I was like I know God does not want this to -hmm. fail it's not too big for him Mm -hmm. and um, she said okay she goes, then you just need to remind yourself of that. So, you know, some things I'm going to just say no on. Right, and, right, right. And you got to. And that's hard for me because I'm a two on the Enneagram and mm-hmm. I want to help everyone. Yep. And 
you know, I just know that if you'll just let me help you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, that's half the battle sometimes, Ginge. It really is half the battle sometimes. So just, I think, just trusting God more and mm. say no and, and discernment. Knowing yes. when to say no and just when, you know, your gut, the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. just being in tune to what where he's prompting right. and where he's leading. Right, right. And some sometimes that gives you gas. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's yes, a little it uncomfortable sometimes, but, you know. Sometimes it gives you like nine trigger point injections. Right, exactly, exactly. You know, it happens in your neck. In your neck, exactly. So, so. but um, if you didn't have a chance to watch our Facebook Live, Instagram Live, or Black Eyed Pea Cakes, yeah. you know, we are releasing this episode quick enough that mm-hmm. you can listen to it. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to our episode when we release it on Sunday, yep. you can get to the grocery before New Year's Eve and get your black-eyed peas. Exactly. And then exactly. you can you can make the black-eyed pea cakes. That's and, it. You know, go. Yeah, I don't know that necessarily if they bring luck, but they do bring you a delicious meal. Yes. And, you know, we are both big believers that time around the table with friends and family. Fellowship. It's always a good thing. Always. So um, we hope that you have a great New Year's Eve. Yes. So even more, we hope you have a blessed 2021. Yes. twenty. We, we are praying that everybody does better in 2021 as a collective around all the around. globe, yes. all around. So yeah. I'm praying a lot of people uh, come to Christ. I'm praying that uh, a lot of folks... Uh, are healthier in 2021 than they were in 2020 because this yes. has been a year that's been tough on health. So um, definitely hope that and uh, wish all of our listeners well. I wish okay. you well, Jen. Oh, I love you. Definitely love you too. So uh, I guess peace out, y'all. Well, and yeah. last thing is we it's the end of season two. So oh, yeah. We need to give a teaser. Oh, yeah. Well, this We're going to yes. close with our teaser. Well, one, Called by God, always our music. Mm-hmm. We're so thankful. They've given us two seasons of intro, outro music. Yes. And we are thankful that they share with us so generously. Mm-hmm. So Called by God, go listen to them on Spotify. You yep. won't be CBG disappointed. CBG Acapella. The other thing is season mm-hmm. three. We got some things going on. I know. We got oh, some things going on. We are going to look at women. Yes. We're going to look at women in the Bible. That's it. And we don't have we don't even have a, a working title. Right. For season Hot three. Hot off the press. Yeah. Is we're gonna have a clever title though. I yeah. know we're gonna come up with a clever title. Um yeah, season three is gonna be the bomb where we may have some new um things in the works for the appearance of bourbon and beignets we do um, we've got things going we yeah and not appearance like our appearance yeah no i'm getting lip injections no 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 uh, you know some different graphics yeah. some different things we're gonna do but we're looking right mm-hmm. now we're working on our list of women we want to cover yep. and we're gonna try and cover them kind of in a unique way yeah yeah yeah, yeah. maybe some guest stars yeah we got we know some great women. Yeah, you so. know I'm trying to get Patsy to I hope and pray Miss Patsy is able to be on here. We need another mic just for Miss Patsy. Oh yeah, we'll we'll get her mic. Yeah. We'll get a mic and headphones. Just for her. Um, but yeah, we'll probably have some guests. Mm-hmm. And, but we want you all just to be thinking about season three. Yes. And, um, 
we'll release those episodes in 2021. So if you're looking for them. There you go. All right. Bye, y'all. Happy New Year. The things that you say Fill me up Please make me new Renew me up